listening to the Fun with Horror podcast with your hosts, Scotty and Andrew. Hello, all you beautiful friends with horror. Welcome to episode 75 of Fun with Horror, your almost weekly movie review podcast in which my best friend Andrew and I take turns giving each other movies to watch, and then we discuss them the following week. We only have two rules here at Fun with Horror. Number one, whoever picks the movie has to pick a movie they've never seen. And number two, we both have to watch that movie before we discuss it. Last week was my pick, and I picked last year's Smile. Uh, directed by Parker Finn and starring Sosie Bacon in the lead role, who, Andrew, yes. is the daughter of who? Kevin Bacon and, and Kira Sedgwick. Yes. I and, know. And who, boy, she really looks like Kira Sedgwick. She does. She has. She looks like both of her parents. I'll say that, man. Like, you can definitely see her parents. We'll talk about it. I couldn't see Kevin. Oh, okay. I didn't right. see Kevin so much. That's why I was so surprised. When ah, I found out, uh, but it made sense. I, I could see Kira anyway. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> stay tuned, everybody, to the end of this episode where we get to hear what Andrew has chosen for our next movie. And as always, I'd like to ask everybody a little bitty favor. We have lots of listeners, buddy. We right? do. We do. Uh, yes. We see the numbers every week and it's fun to look at them. But you know what? We've only got 20 ratings and or reviews on Apple what? podcasts, only 20. So that means that there's a bunch of people that have yet to go on to Apple podcasts and leave us a nice little rating and or a review. Yeah, man. 15 of those are mine. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. I appreciate all those reviews. I have a lot of Apple accounts. <laughs> Don't ask why. <laughs> is it so you can buy the Smurfs movie? On yes. Each account? Yes. I never want to be without a Smurfs movie. <laughs> I'm going to buy it 15 times just in case. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. It's a uh, it's a new year. It is. That's yeah, it is. It's 2023. 2023. Yeah, and this is time flies. It's not our first episode of the new year. Correct. It's our first movie discussion episode of the new year. This is true. This is true. Um, we've talked about some things that we want to do better, I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that we want to uh, apply to our podcast. We're always thinking of things. Yeah. But I got a couple things. I This is normally stuff I talk to you off podcast about. <laughs> Yeah, but man, I'm going to throw it at you live oh on air. Okay, everybody's right. hearing it as it goes down. Oh my gosh, everyone's <laughs> going to hear our fights. <laughs> <laughs> so it's two things, but they're kind of related. Okay, and if you disagree with me, I am completely okay with this. Okay, <laughs> I want to stop tiptoeing around each other, buddy. For instance, <laughs> hey. <laughs> we are so secretive with each other because oh. we want to save everything for the podcast oh boy yes. i scared the hell out of you right there. i know i was like what the heck are we what did what's I do? happening right now yeah. <laughs> is what that snowing <laughs> um no okay so here's the case in point here's here's why i thought of this i, I just saw i finished watching hellbender oh right yeah 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 i saw that oh, no i didn't see that i saw that you saw it and it was on your list of movies yes. you want to see this year. Mm -hmm. So normally I would tell you, hey, I've, I've seen the movie. Right. But I would keep what I thought about it secret. Right. I'm not going to. I don't I don't think I need to do that anymore. Yeah, Why I shouldn't I just tell you right now what I thought of that movie? I think that's great. I'm all about it. That works and for then, me. And it also may help you decide whether you want to pick it for the podcast or watch it on your own. That's true. Um, I love it. So, great. yeah, uh, I saw Hellbender. Yeah. And uh, just and just for the listeners out there, our promise remains the same. We are only going to spoil our movie of the week. 
Right. Correct. So any other movie we talk about, uh, we're not going to spoil. So this is kind of a mini review of Hellbender. Um, Buddy, did you know that Hellbender was written, directed, and stars a family? Like an actual family? Like a yes, real they're family? known as the Adams family. Nuh-uh. Which is cute. Yeah, their their last name is Adams. What? That's awesome. Yeah, father, mother, and daughter. And oh, the movie cool. largely stars the mother and daughter. Okay. Uh, the father is also in it too. And <laughs> story of uh, my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um so i will say that because it was created directed all this by a family Mm -hmm. that um that that's impressive and i give the movie huge kudos for that that's cool i would almost i'm kind of curious now what their chemistry is like because they're a family so i would assume it's probably pretty good and that's well. That's the other thing I'll say. The acting is is actually really good. Cool. Okay. But the other thing I was going to say is I also have to put that aside when I think about how much I enjoyed the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought the movie was interesting. I didn't think the movie was great. Okay. Okay. Um, there's some special effects that are pretty good for a family doing this movie on their own. Right. Um, but at the same time. They kind of reminded me of like music video special effects. Gotcha. So, a, yeah. Um, I think it's kind of worth a watch. I don't know how much you're going to like it. I'll be honest. Okay. Interesting. Uh, yeah. That's that's just my thoughts. My two right, cents. That's, no, that's good to know. I Yeah, I like this. I like you telling me. Because I definitely am. Yeah, it might not be a podcast movie. It might be a uh, watch on my own at some point. In like th- five, four years. Probably four to five years, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing about the podcast is that uh, we also we've talked about this before. How sometimes when we want to see a movie, we hold off, and there's we actually we see more movies than we probably would if we didn't do the podcast. Oh yeah, for sure. But at the same time, we do hold off watching movies sometimes mm-hmm. because we're like, okay. Maybe we'll save this one for the podcast. Right. Yes. And I don't know how much that's going to continue. I think we should watch movies if we feel like watching them. And but we'll let each other know. Yeah. I think that's, you know, like I'll know which movies I want to do for the podcast and you know which movies you want to do. And then, of course, there'll be big movies that we talk about and we're like, we have to do this. Right, right, right. Yeah, for sure. You know, whatever. I like it, man. I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board with all of this. I mean. Bottom line, I just like to see you smile. (laughs) What is it you like to talk about? My patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. All righty. Well, uh, an excellent segue. We we're just saying I, we haven't had one of those in a while, man. I love those. That's, <laughs> it's it's just nice. It's nice. Well, it was it wasn't as easy to segue with Christmas bloody Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we were British, it'd be easier. But like, <laughs> cheerio, <laughs> cheerio, Christmas bloody Christmas. Um, <laughs> I let you go for it. I didn't even try. <laughs> I tried. I tried. All of our we, English. We actually are, have British listeners, so I, I didn't want to offend them. I know. I just probably I'll yeah. get some I'll get some death threats, but that's all right. Number is going to go to zero. <laughs> Gosh, days since accidents. <laughs> um. So anyway, anyway, you picked a movie that we were both excited to see last year, but we just yeah. didn't get around to seeing it last year. And that's Smile, which uh, I definitely have some thoughts which we'll too. get to, but of it's course, a good thing to, we have thoughts though. I think otherwise other, this podcast would suck. It would be real bad. It'd be yeah, like, yeah, it was cool. People could just listen to us breathe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Are you smiling, buddy? No, I'm smiling. I like your, I like your smile. 
Uh, <laughs> things got weird. Uh, <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. Um. Anyway, though. <laughs> Of course, everyone listening. Hey, hey, the podcast is nothing but this. You doing this deep, <laughs> creepy voice and doing different lines from movies. I'm I'm happy. So keep going. Thanks, man. This is the podcast now. Just me being <laughs> my weird self. Why? Don't Mind you, you, everyone listening, we are recording uh, later than we usually would. Usually, we're morning recorders, but we're doing it at night. So I'm I'm all sorts of goofy tonight. So yay, yay, I like goofy Andrew. <laughs> you say that now, uh, but I'll say it every day. Thank you, buddy. Of course, though, just everyone listening, uh, before we jump into Smile, this is your spoiler warning. So we are going to talk about Smile. Uh, we're going to talk about the big beats. We're going to spoil it. So if you've not watched it yet, pause it. Go watch the movie right now and then come back and listen. Or if you're all right with spoilers, stick around. Enjoy the show. But uh, my friend, are you ready to do... I don't know roughly a three minute ish recap of this movie i'm not okay great i did not practice so <laughs> i think you can probably do this one i don't know i think you'll be all right on this one yeah yeah we'll see we'll see okay. buddy <laughs> wish me luck i you don't even need it you're so good at this we'll see well my friend whenever you're ready take a deep breath channel your thoughts and uh, start when you want Okay, here <laughs> we go. I got you for three minutes. Three minutes of play time. All right, so uh, Smile largely focuses on the character um, of Rose, who is a psychiatrist, psychologist. And it basically starts when a girl shows up at her office and says that something is following her. And then uh it and it smiles all the time and it takes the shape of people she knows and it said she's gonna die next thing you know the girl freaks out saying that the thing is behind rose and then rose falls backwards and then when she looks up the girl is sitting there with a creepy smile and then she slashes her throat starting with her cheek and just slashes her entire throat and kills herself smiling the entire time well <laughs> I'm going to jump ahead here. It turns out that what happens at when that happened is that this girl passed on a curse uh, to Rose. So now Rose is going to start to see people smiling. She's going to start to hear people that aren't there. And this starts to affect her life. And things happen with her husband and or her boyfriend, I guess. I don't think it's husband. Um, and this thing keeps haunting her and doing things to her. And. Eventually, she finds out that there's a long line of people that uh, somebody kills themselves in front of somebody else, and they pass on that trauma, this this entity, to the next person, and the person never lasts more than a week. Uh, so once that happens, uh, Rose is desperately trying to figure out how to get rid of this thing. And her final last ditch effort after even going to see a guy who killed somebody, he got rid of the entity by killing somebody else in front of another person in front of a witness. Rose goes to see that guy. There's a whole freak out scene, which was cool. Rose ends up going to this house that she grew up in all by herself because she figures if there's nobody else she can pass the trauma on to, then it'll just she can deal with this entity on her own. She comes face to face with this entity who takes the shape of her mother, who she saw die in front of her when she was a kid. Uh, and she goes face to face with this entity. She thinks she kills it, but then she ends up she she hasn't. And then uh, her ex shows up, who's a cop who I haven't talked about. He shows up at the cabin. And as he walks in, he hears her screaming. He walks in and she's setting herself on fire in front of him and the movie ends with his eye in the camera and you know that the entity has now been passed on to him the end just like that just under three minutes but yeah yeah oh, good good yep. just under well done thank you thank you i didn't look you at got the, the timer beats. So. you got the beats you got it you got the beat <laughs> <laughs> that's all that's all you can sing yeah okay thank you 
Yeah. Sorry, Belinda Carlisle. <laughs> I did say you've got the beat. I think I think the song Oh, you're is right. Instead of it's beat, weave. So. Yeah. No you're copyright. Right. No copyright. <laughs> We yes. can do a, yeah, we, we weird out. The Go-Go's still love us. <laughs> Thank you, the Go-Go's. <laughs> <laughs> All oh right. Oh my gosh. All right. So thank you for the recap. But my friends, this, uh, let's just jump right to it. What'd you think of this movie, man? Okay. What did I think of Smile? Yes. Um, I thought Smile was a really good movie, very effective, possibly even possibly even the scariest movie that I saw from last year. Whoa, not perfect. It had issues. Okay. Um, and these are issues we'll talk about in a second. Um, the movie frustrated me a lot mm-hmm. throughout half of it, basically. Some things I you know because there's things and i think i think when you watch this movie i'm going to take a wild mm-hmm. guess because you know the the uh what what are they the things in movies that i don't like the oh uh, the yeah, tropes yeah yeah that, yes, that yeah, i yeah. don't like in movies and i'm yep. i'm wondering if you saw these tropes happen in this movie and we're like oh i don't know how scotty feels about this um but we'll get into that but basically yeah. i thought the movie was really really good just shy of being a great movie. Wow. Um, and I can see why a lot of people really did find this movie really scary and, uh, and a good movie. Uh, what about you? What did you think, buddy? So this is, so I really liked this movie a few <laughs> years back when it was called it follows. Okay. See, <laughs> I'm kidding. I know that's mean. <laughs> well, no, it's not mean. It's, it's, it's valid. <laughs> Okay, so that was how what I thought throughout this was like the entire movie, though, a lot of it. I just was like, this is very similar. And then there was other things, though, throughout this movie. I was like, oh, that's very similar to this movie and this movie and this Mm. movie, Mm. which, again, I shouldn't do. But it was really hard not to compare them just because there was. It's okay, You know, so many similarities. And I was like, which is it. Maybe it was an homage to them, which is great. That's fun and exciting, but I don't feel like it was. Well, we can I talk feel, about them. I, yeah. I did listen to the commentary. Mm. Um, so if, if it was an homage and he, he mentioned it, then maybe I'll, maybe I'll know whether or not okay. it is or not. That's good. Um, so watching it, it was good. It was good. I'll say it was good. Again, I, I'm not jumping to great. There was really good um, tension. There was quite mm. a few scenes where I was very tense, and that was very nice. Um, and there was some—I don't know—it it, same same though as well. There was just some frustrating parts where I just was yeah. like, ah, "Okay, let's." I've seen this before. Let's try something new. Or what is, is it going to be? That kind of cliche thing. And I was like, ah, "Okay, kind of." So that's, that's not why I was frustrated, but I oh, get okay. that. I do get that. Um, okay. See, for me, the it follows comparison. Mm-hmm. Like I thought that I I had heard that. That was one thing I heard. I stayed like I'm good at doing. I stayed far away from trailers. Right. Anything right. having to do with this movie. I only saw a couple things. Yeah. But I did hear a couple people say, oh, this it's basically it follows part two. And at the beginning of the movie, when she meets the girl and the girl talks about uh, this thing following her. Right. I was like, oh, no. Oh yeah. no, like I get it now. <laughs> but it kind of went away for me. Okay. Like within within like I don't know, 20 minutes of the oh, movie, okay. the beginning of the movie, I felt like I wasn't really comparing. I I felt it departed from It Follows. Okay. And maybe I need to rewatch. It it's been a while since I've seen It Follows. I really liked It Follows though. Oh, well, me too. Me too. And but so... I do feel I feel like this movie did some things better than It Follows. Mm. Okay. But I feel like it follows did a couple things better than this movie. Fair. Okay. So, and we can talk about that, but yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, overall, my thoughts are, it was good. Um, it's not one that I'm like, I got to rewatch this again right now. It's one I'll, I'll wait a bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I only, I, I rewatched it, but only with the commentary. I didn't. Mm. And that was good enough for me. Like I didn't gotcha. need to watch it as a second viewing of the movie. I did want to hear Parker's commentary though, and it was very good. Nice. Um, okay, well, that's good. He he did. 
I will say he did get into the uh, commentary trap of just describing what was happening on screen. And I'm like, yes, I can see that. (laughs) I see that she just walked into the hospital. Thank you, Parker. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. But let's let's talk about Parker, because uh, this like another movie we did recently Mm -hmm. was based on a short movie that Uh the director did first. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. He did a short movie. Uh, Actually, (laughs) that's funny because the movie that we talked about earlier, you and I did not talk about Mary and I. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Lights out with Mary that I did. (laughs) Um, But like that movie, he did a short film called Laura Hasn't Slept, which I have not watched. Um, It starred uh, Caitlin Stacy, who was the girl that went to visit the first oh. girl that killed herself, basically. Very in, cool. In Smile. She stars in it, and it's her talking to a psychiatrist, and things go crazy. Nice. Um, because of that, Parker was able to get uh, a, the studio, like a major studio, Paramount, to nice. fund this movie and say, yeah, you can make this movie. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's amazing. So I love how the movie got made. I love... I love that this was a first feature film by a director. Whoa, I didn't realize that. That's awesome. Yeah, because despite my faults with the movie, Mm -hmm. it was really, really incredibly well made. I'll say for sure, for a first time filmmaker, I 100% agree with that. I mean, I would say for a filmmaker who's made five movies, it was really well made. Right. Yeah. More power to him, though. Yeah. Being a first time. That's fantastic. That's awesome. So with that said, let's let's first let's get into some of the things we didn't like. Yes. Um, what do you got? Tell me. Tell me something. Um, I just I, I think I my biggest thing was just. It just seems so familiar. I was right, like, right. like I said, I was there was some good um tension and some good shocks and some good things that did happen but even just throughout i just kind of went i feel like i've seen this you know what okay. i mean yeah and yeah. so i just i had that mentality kind of throughout um where like i was like oh i wonder if this is gonna happen and then it did or something you know what i mean and i was like <laughs> okay cool um <laughs> that's fun fine and so that i mean that's really my biggest gripe i don't have like a lot of dislikes it was just that it just felt familiar right. and so and i had heard I, it was another one of those things where I'd heard things about this that were really good. And I mm. think that amped up my excitement for it a little, which is that's shame on me, but it was one of those where I'm like, Oh, this is going to be insane. <laughs> and then when it sort of follows some of those same beats, I was like, Oh, okay. I was a little yeah. more excited before. And so that again, that's on me. Yeah, that is, that is on you. That's definitely on <laughs> me, but, but because of that, it just made it a little less exciting for me. So I mean, I know for myself, I know that um, I know what scares me and what doesn't. Right. It does pique my interest when I hear a bunch of people saying this movie is scary as hell. Right. But I know full well that what scares those people may not scare me. True. Yeah. Um, And this is not a movie that stuck with me afterwards. Me either. But uh, um, so I have two two major I, I guess pretty major gripes okay. with the movie. And there are two that you're going to be like, oh, of course. Okay. Because there are things that I don't like in movies that you and I have talked about before. Right. Um, number one. Okay. It made sense in the, in the story and the plot of this movie, but people not believing the person. Yeah. I get when that. I when I say that it follows did some things better than this movie, mm-hmm. it follows was able to do that so much better because I get the fact that uh, Rose is seeing these things, and I right. get the fact that there's so many people that would not believe what she's telling them. Right, right. You know, this sounds crazy. Right, I get that, but it. In my view, it took the movie just a little bit too long for her to finally find somebody that could see where she was coming from and that she could show them evidence. And it was uh, right. it was her ex-boyfriend, Joel, uh, right. played by Kyle Gallner, 
who was loved seeing him. I know. I love Kyle. <laughs> um, and even then, when she goes to Kyle, it's just like, look, all you got to do, like, uh, present it in a different way. You're a smart person. Don't present it in a way that's going to make you sound crazy. Right. Just show him the evidence. Like, look, this person that came to me also saw somebody commit suicide mm-hmm. uh, less than a week before she saw me. Right. The person that committed suicide in front of her also saw somebody commit suicide in front of them. Right. Then so on and so forth, you know? Yeah. And he's a detective. I mean, and even later on, we don't see him do it, but he, he does go down that rabbit hole and is like, he does. This has been going on for 15, 20 times or whatever. And it's like, well, that's, I'm with you. That's, that's, that's yeah. some pretty jarring evidence that you could present to anybody and go, this is weird. Right. And I, I don't know. I kind of get it. It just was frustrating. And he, he eventually got to where I wanted him to get. Right. It just took a little bit too long for me. I get that. Nope, I totally get that. And then number two, and this is a big one for me, was the freaking birthday party scene. Yeah. Uh, My note to all horror movie filmmakers and creators out there. Yeah. All you screenplay writers. (laughs) Killing an innocent pet does not make your movie more scary. I get you, buddy. Yeah. I mean, it was a great. In a way, it was a great scene, mm. but I in in another way, I just hated it completely. Yeah. I get that. I totally get that. And that was something I thought I was like, I was like, I wonder if Andrew's going to see this scene and know exactly how I'm feeling. Oh, for sure. I did. Yeah. The second cat, too. Yep, exactly. The second he pulled it out, I was like, oh, oh, I mean, it was a big shock. It was a crazy, crazy, shocking scene. Yeah. For sure. And I was not expecting him to pull that out at all. I knew something I, weird was going to be in it, but not. It hit not me that. as soon as he opened the box. Oh, nice. Okay. As soon as he opens that train box and I was like, oh, God, no. Oh, the cat's going to be in it. And, you know, and it was, you know, it's it's that thing. When I watch a horror movie and I see a pet in mm-hmm. that movie, like when she came home early in the movie and the cat greeted her at the door. Right. I automatically get anxiety. I'm like, what are they going to do to this to this cat here? You know? Right. Right. So, I yeah. Stop you. killing innocent animals. Firestarter. You didn't need to do it. No. Nope. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of them out there. I feel like there's a lot. And that's I mean, that's it for my major gripes. I have some little ones. Yeah. That we can go through. Yeah. We'll intersperse those, I guess, with the. uh with what we liked and yeah, yeah. Let's talk about what we liked about this movie. Yeah, buddy. Um, let's start with Sosie Bacon. Yeah, dude. What'd you think of Sosie Bacon? So I had seen her before you in had? a show called, um, Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Now I feel bad. Not, oh gosh. Mayor of, Mayor of Easton. Mayor oh, of Mayor, Easton. Mayor of Easttown. East Town. That's what it is. Mayor is it of Easton. Easton? I think I it's, it I might be the, East Town. I know the I name, remember. but <laughs> but she's in it, and she played a uh uh someone that had a some demons. I'll okay. say that. Okay. Um, and she was good. She was really good. So when I saw her, I was like, she looks really familiar. And then I realized it was from that. And then that's when I kind of went that on that rabbit hole too of like, wait, Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I thought she was great. I think she's a great actress. So. Oh my um, god. I was yeah. blown away, man. Yeah. Uh, yep. Parker Parker said that he what he one thing he enjoys doing is giving his actors impossible tasks. Mm. I, I I should say tasks to do like, and that what she had to do for this movie mm-hmm. was an impossible task. The <laughs> amount of nervousness and trauma that she had to convey throughout the yes. entire movie every scene basically yep yep and unbelievable fear. i mean there's fear in her yeah eyes. yeah so much of it too that's which isn't easy to do all the time so, right like yeah. the shaking and everything that she was oh yeah she yeah i was like i was blown away yeah i agree yep totally agree and i like the other actors too um mm-hmm. 
there was uh jesse t usher played her boyfriend trevor uh mm-hmm. you have not seen the boys yet and i've seen a, f- a few. Oh, did you recognize him no who was he he's a major character he plays uh the, oh god the fast the fast character a train a train yeah that's him A-train. yeah that's him whoa i did not even recognize him yeah yeah Wow. <laughs> I'm glad you remember the name since you've seen a few episodes and I've seen every episode so far of the boys. But yeah, you remember the character's name. This is why I take notes and I tell you you don't have to. <laughs> um we got uh Kyle Gallner, who we already mentioned as Joel. Yeah. Um surprisingly, Cal Penn playing uh yeah. Dr. Desai. Random, yeah. That That's was really cool. Cal. Yeah. Um Oh, I, I got another gripe with this movie. Oh, okay. and it has nothing to do with the acting. So I'm, I'm sorry to bring it up during the acting portion of our podcast. Uh, I did not like her sister. The character. Yeah. Of oh, her I agree. Yep. Yep. She was frustrating. Oh, she was so frustrating. Super frustrating. Um, I did not even know whether she was her sister or not for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. Because. Because that was not conveyed with mm-hmm. with the characters. I thought I was trying to figure out, is this her sister? Is this just friends of theirs? Yeah. And it kind of seemed like friends because they did not seem close at all. No, and not at all. Not even 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 the combativeness between them. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have two siblings, you can convey that. Oh, yeah. But also be able to show that these are siblings and they're combative because they're so close. Totally. Yeah. And it 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 was a detriment to the movie because there comes the part where she's told Trevor the truth of what she's seeing. Trevor mm-hmm. thinks she's crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then she tells she goes to tell Joel in that scene that I've already mentioned. Right. Um, but then after that, she goes to tell her sister. And this is after the birthday party scene where she brought this kid a train and he opens it up and it's her dead cat. Right. And we, I'll talk about that scene too, because that was, it's a fantastic scene that I freaking hated. (laughs) But anyway, she goes to her sister's house to tell her the truth. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, right. All people, this, woman that doesn't even seem to like you yeah not gonna believe you no i know although i though that scene did lead to a very fun jump oh which one oh i didn't think it was as fun maybe oh, because i, I saw it. the screenshot so much of the upside down face and oh smile. i never saw it yeah, that was like the one screenshot I saw from the movie. Like, oh, I didn't. Or promo. So when shot. she came out, I knew I knew when we see her leave the house, I was like, well, that's not her sister. And I was like, something's <laughs> going. Then when the head flings, I was like, hey, yeah. <laughs> so I like now, <laughs> now talking about jump scares. Uh-huh. Uh, I really did like the one in her house with where she's listening to the recording of oh, her gosh. session. And it's so creepy. I okay. So there's things that I didn't catch in this movie. First of all, mm. when she has the curse and she looks out her window, yeah, and she sees the person down in the courtyard. Yes, of the hospital. That's yep. her mom. Did you did you catch that? I did not catch that. No, I didn't catch that. Even the second time, I didn't catch it until Parker in the commentary says that's her mom, and I was like, oh. oh. And then supposedly. Parker also said that the voice that she hears on the recording, mm-hmm. she it's it's somebody, it's a voice saying her name. Right. That's also supposed to be her mother saying her Interesting. name. Interesting. Okay. I think that was a little too subtle, probably. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, we get the mom at the end, but that. Yeah. But yeah, I had no idea the other ones. That's crazy. But after she hears it and when she turns it all the way up and then the, the, the voice goes away. Yeah. Then all of a sudden her mom is like right next to her. Yes. <laughs> oh, so good. So that good. was a good one. Yeah. I will horrifying. say the jump scares in this movie were fantastic. There was a good one. I also love too. It wasn't necessarily a jump scare, but when she first gets the curse and she's kind of freaking out in her kitchen and she just looks over to the side and you mm. see this, her smiling, just sitting kind of yes. in the corner. I was like, Ooh, guys, like this is 
I I feel I'm I'm scared. I'm a little nervous right now. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the scary moments were really good. Yes. Yep. I loved. Um, I wrote it down. the The phone when uh when she's on the phone mm-hmm. uh with security, security calls her. <gasps> yes. And you think she's talking to security, and all of a sudden, security's like, "Are you sure, Rose? Yes. Are you sure you haven't let something inside?" And I was just like, "Woo." that's creepy yep and then and, it says like look behind you oh yes yes and that's when I, I had my pillow up to my face at that point i'm not gonna lie because i was like <laughs> this is horrifying i was like this is really i'm tense man are you sure it was a pillow and not enzo it was enzo <laughs> your yes. poor baby was like crushed <laughs> against you <laughs> what about the scene with the with uh her psychiatrist uh dr madeline i knew and, that wasn't her right away i knew you it. did yeah, I think I did. I can't remember if I knew or not, but I still see that's something else I was going to talk about. Mm-hmm. So the whole concept of the movie, the smiling. Right, right, right. Um, I think at times it was done really well. Mm-hmm. It was basically whoever was doing the smiling. Right, right. Sometimes it was effective. Sometimes it wasn't really fair. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, like Laura Weaver. Her patience yes. at the beginning, super effective. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Obviously, she's on the poster, right? Yes. Yep. She's great. Doctor Madeline, um, she, uh, she has a she has a pretty good smile. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, the guy killing himself in the video with the garden shears. Oh, yes, yeah. I didn't think his smile was that special. That's fair. That wasn't a creepy smile to me. Yeah, that's fair. Um. I think I basically <laughs> I'd have to go through my notes, uh, but I wrote down all of the different smiles and whether I thought they were effective or not. <laughs> um, at you. the end of the movie, when she goes, when she's actually when she goes to Joel's apartment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is not real. It's in her mind. But she goes and then he starts talking to her and he starts to smile. Yes. Didn't think Kyle Gallner looked that creepy. That's fair. I, 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 I like, get eh. that one. Yeah. Because the thing that that Parker was trying to achieve was that the smile would stop at the smile, like the eyes would not be smiling. Oh, and unfortunately, gotcha. I think uh, some people didn't pull that off as well. You know? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's funny. People can't see it, but you're practicing right now. I am. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I definitely to... I practiced uh, during <laughs> during the movie myself. <laughs> I'm gonna, well, I know what the rest of the night is. So it was also a very heavy movie. Yeah. Yeah. Because man. deep down the movie, I, th- I guess the whole metaphor, mm-hmm. if there was one, was about trauma. Right. And how people hide trauma with a smile. Right. And yep. the evil entity is trauma personified. Um, right. and it feeds off of trauma. We find right. that out, and we see her childhood where she saw her mom overdose and yes, had a really yes. cruddy childhood. So we see that trauma, and she's of course has that horrible moments in her past, which it's going to feed off of it once or so. Now, this sense. is something else I didn't get, and I want to know if you got it. Okay, because the director kind of spelled it out in the commentary. Okay, so what I didn't get is that she could have saved her mother's life. That's the trauma. The trauma that she was dealing with was not just that she saw her mother overdose and die. Uh huh. But at the end of the movie, when she goes back to her house, her old house, and she has the vision of her mom. Um, and she goes into the bedroom and her mom is like, help me. Like, right. I, I forget if her mom is actually saying help, but she's actually, she, in her way, she's asking for help. Right, 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 right. And young Rose, because of what her mother has put her through, right, does not. She could have called nine one one, but she didn't. Okay, which was really heavy because it it showed me that oh man, the trauma she's dealing with is not just the fact that her mother died, but the fact that she could have done something to stop it. Right. Oof. Yeah. Oofda. Oofda. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's happy. 
<laughs> yeah, good times. It puts a smile on my face. <laughs> um, yeah. What did you think of the final act? Uh, when she goes like basically the creature design. Yeah. Well, when we first see it, it's like a, a, a. I feel like recently we've seen movies where there's kind of a large couple movies. I won't say which ones or anything, but where a, a, a taller man is kind of portraying a, a female. Can you sign it to me on Zoom? <laughs> can you do charades right now so I can try and guess? Wait, that looked bright. Wait, horrible. I saw that movie in my teenage years. Come on. <laughs> Let's just say I just. It reminded me of a baby, baby. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Got it, got it. There you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can totally see that. Yeah. Although this was this was a much bigger creature. Right, right. Yeah, and but it, well, it starts with that though, and then yeah, when we, when it takes off <clears> its <throat> skin or whatever. Yeah, ooh, and then we come see on, the, dude. The smile. Come on, like what the heck? <laughs> so that was that was the true face of the oh. of the creature. Right. And I love that. Even even Parker said when she first goes into the bedroom mm-hmm. and she sees basically her mom sitting on the bed. Right. When her mom looks up, everybody, he said he wanted everybody to be expecting to see the smile. Right. But she looks up and she's not smiling. Right. Right. But then, uh, speaking of, um, <laughs> but then, then, you know, she, when she at the end of that moment, she does smile and then she gets up and she, you know, when she comes yep. through the door, she's that huge creature. Right. But dude, come on. I, I applaud Parker mm-hmm. for having such an amazing creature, uh, effects creature, whatever, like if it was CG, if it was practical, I'm not sure, but right. it looked amazing. The design of it. It did. Was it was so very scary. Cool. Yep. All the teeth. And it's it's <laughs> cool. only on the screen for a, for moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We get it for less than a minute. Yeah. Probably. And then we see it. We see the uh, the profile of the creature yes. as it's as it's very creepily going into Rose's mouth, which <laughs> I guess is what it does at the end of at the end of every cycle. It right. We find out that uh, and this is crazy. I'm going to mention this uh, in a second. Yeah. We find out that it basically widens the person's mouth and crawl like climbs into their mouth. Yes. And that's a physical manifestation way of showing that it's possessing that person. Right. That makes sense. Watching it a second time, when you see the scene near the beginning with Laura, you see the moment that that's happening. Oh, dude. When she backs up against the wall, there's a moment where she's just sitting there with her mouth wide open. And after you've seen the whole movie, you're like, oh, man, that's creepy. That's cool. I didn't even catch that. That's good. I do like that. I I will say the movie. I think the movie does benefit from a second viewing. Okay, that's fair. Um, Except for the stupid birthday party scene. Let's talk about that scene. Yes. Yeah. Lay it on me, man. I want to hear because. The notes that I have written down mm-hmm. <laughs> is that, uh, first of all, it was crazy to me that Rose would even go to that party. Yeah. Yeah. I thought knowing that, that she's seeing something that nobody else can see. Yeah. Um, but whatever she goes. Then yeah. I wrote down hate the birthday scene. <laughs> <laughs> but then I wrote down a compliment. I said the little kid was a brilliant actor. He was very good. Yeah. The face that he like, just the look on his face when he opens that and he mm-hmm. sees what's in there. And then he like kind of looks over at his parents and the, the fear on his face as he pulls the dead cat out. Yeah. But Very then good. this is my next note. I hated the anxiety of that scene. I hated her heartbreak. Yeah. And yeah. I also hated the embarrassment of oh, what everybody was seeing happen in front of them. Yes. Yep. I uh, I know you're supposed to be uncomfortable as hell in that scene, and dude, I was. It was. It was very uncomfortable, and the everyone backs away. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like they look at her like a leper. They yeah. all just scatter, and you're just like, oh my gosh, this is this is the worst day of. Well, maybe not <laughs> considering what's had <laughs> happened to her, but a, a very bad day in her life. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. 
And she, uh, part of that was her acting, of course. Yeah. Uh, because the thing that hit me is again, real trauma. Like you, we, yeah. we know what it's like to lose a pet. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people know that, that sadness and she had no idea that that was going to happen. There's no like hidden memory in her no. system that is going to be brought to the surface when the kid pulls the cat out. She right. is seeing her poor dead cat, you know? Right. And so she's feeling that sadness at the same time that she's feeling the fear mm-hmm. and everything else she's feeling. But, but she, you know, she picks it up and she's just cradling it and crying. And it's just like, oh man. Oh, I just, I just, I'm getting so animated that I knocked my, uh, oh, the cable out of my headphones. So, <laughs> well, one thing too, I will say about that scene. Yeah. Is, um, that I didn't like necessarily. It was a great scene. Like you said, I mean, there's just a lot of anxiety and everything, but the fact that she's freaking out mm-hmm. over this cat. I mean, I think at that point I'd be like, I don't know if she put this cat in there. I think someone may have like murdered a cat and is like messing with her. You know what I mean? Like she's not sitting there like, ah, <laughs> I gave you my dead cat. She's nervous. She's sad. She's freaking out. And I'm like, I, I feel like if I was at that party. I'd be like, I don't, this is scary. Like someone's screwing with this lady and killed her cat and gave it, you know, hit it in the box when she wasn't looking. Maybe it was her boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone just immediately is like, you're a freak, but it's like, I don't know. Well, everybody. uh, So it's a complicated scene in that, in that regard, because it, to me, it was realistic, right? It was painfully realistic. It was uncomfortably realistic. Mm -hmm. Everybody's backing away because Holy crap. There's a dead cat. Right. And this kid just pulled a dead cat instead of a train. Right. Toy train. But then any any sympathy that somebody might have for her. Right. Goes away as soon as she sees the girl sitting in the chair with the big smile on her face. <gasps> You're right. Yes, that's and right. She, I forgot about that. She freaks out and she starts screaming at the entity. You're right. And yep, then she yep, falls yep. backwards into the glass table. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's all cut up. Oh, and her scream when she looks at her hands. Was oh, yes. Horrifying like that. Yes. That was so realistic. I mean, I'm getting chills right now the, thinking about it. Yeah, she. Oof, man, I don't even know what to say. It just I sat there and was like, yeah, that's exactly how you would be. If yes. Happened. And this movie contained two of the best screams in recent horror movie history that I can think of Ooh. the other yeah. being the guy she visits in prison. Oh yes. So she visits the guy because uh, he actually killed somebody in front of somebody else to pass the trauma without him having to die. Right. <clears throat> and when at first I was like, why don't you just tell him why you're there? But then, right. then I realized why she doesn't <laughs> tell him because as soon as she tells him, he freaks out because yeah, if she kills herself right in front of him, it gets passed back to him. Yes. Yes. And the way he freaks out and the way he screams at the end of that scene. So yes. good. So it was good. very good. That was a good scene, too. I did like that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Great scene. Yeah. Great freaking scene. Um, yep. Now, going back. I have a lot of notes, but I don't think I need to talk about all of them. Going back to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I will say this, too. I was kind of disappointed uh, okay. because all these other deaths that we saw or heard about were gruesome. Right. Yes. She saw a girl use, what was it? Like a sharp piece of plastic or something. Yeah. Slice her throat. Yeah. Dark. Bleed out. Uh, the guy that killed himself in front of that girl beat his face in with a hammer. And we yeah. saw the aftermath of that. Yes. In a, oh, my like God. In a really brief flash, which was brilliant. Yeah. By the way, like yes. it's a really calm scene where she's talking really somberly to this to this woman. And yeah. then it just flashes to his mangled face. And it's like, oh, my God. Yeah. What? That was bad. <laughs> the other guy took garden shears and just in a very over the top like too over the top i feel yeah he because come on i agree uh, like just this huge splash of blood and it's like really really yeah yeah he basically like cut himself with these garden shears like sliced himself down the front which we don't we just see him from behind 
and then you see the blood we see, shoot yeah out. we see the blood shoot out and it's like come on yeah. come on um and then the other lady uh, it looked like she was in a hospital or something she had stabbed her eyes out <gasps> yes oh yeah that's right but then we get to the end and we get to rose and all she really does is soak herself in gasoline and set herself on fire right i mean that's pretty horrific <clears throat> though i'll say i don't know <laughs> i mean oh i don't know oh no <laughs> oh no <laughs> i mean as far as like a good horror movie killing right right well I and then we don't even lame. see it really i mean well we kinda, you know see and this is where i'm gonna go back on what i just said <laughs> because <laughs> as much as i thought the death was a lame horror movie death yeah i did think it was cool that the last image we see is the reflection of her burning alive <laughs> in his eye right right I well and that's know, man I, I like that, too. I mean, it, it just sets it up like, OK, obviously the curse is passed on. But yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I don't know what <laughs> to me. I, I always think of that. I'm like, that sounds like a horrifying death. Oof-da. Yeah, I mean, I would hate to burn alive myself, but <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I would think. Uh, before I forget, first of all, the two things I want to really give huge credit to. Yeah. Um, Charlie Saroff was the cinematographer. Oh, oh, yeah. And the cinematography in this movie mm-hmm. was gorgeous. I would agree with that. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. There's some really cool shots, um, which is not. I'm trying to. So typically when I think of like a beautiful shot, I think mm-hmm. of like lord of the rings where it's outdoors it's kind of this you know what i mean you just think of like oh, that's smile beautiful. was exactly like lord of the rings very similar very similar uh <laughs> you shall not smile um but oh God, that was really good oh thanks man <laughs> no but but this movie had like a lot of city city shots which i i don't necessarily find as pretty but they were very pretty yeah i thought so oh yeah I, Totally agree. Beautiful overhead mm-hmm. shots mm-hmm. that were just really perfectly symmetrical. <clears throat> and also one of my really interesting shot, and I feel like I've seen similar shots in other movies, but I still loved it. Mm-hmm. Was just the composition of the shot when she at the end, when she's walking up towards her old house, oh, it just, gosh, it's yeah. Following her and just yep. the, yeah, just the composition of that shot was beautiful to me. Totally. And the shot of the house. I mean, just any of that yeah. would be a it would be a cool poster with just that building Ooh, and the yeah. way the shot. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Also, uh, the score. Mm-hmm. So what did you think of the music? I think it was good. I don't have like a lot of notes. It didn't necessarily stick with me, but I think it definitely added to the um the the anxiety i guess yeah, you know yeah, kinda, for sure. it, it definitely added to that but again i can't i can like give you a tune right now you know what oh, i mean oh no it's not a memorable right there wasn't a memorable theme really right but the composer was cristobal tapia devere right on um and yeah it was another one of as we've talked about Mm-hmm. You have basically kind of two types of scores in horror movies. You mm-hmm. either have an orchestral score with melodies and such, right. or you have a mood score. Yes. Yeah. With where the, the instruments make sounds that, yes, you know, and a lot of the, like the, uh, a lot of James Wan's movies yep. are like That's that. Good. Yep. Very good. But this one was like that in it. But I think it was a little more unnerving, the music. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, well, like I, I said, I it added to the atmosphere for sure. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's about all I have. What about you? That's pretty much all I have, man. I mean, there's a lot of little notes. Like, there's a lot of nice little smile moments in it. Like mm-hmm. the the poster in the train shop that has the people smiling. Yes. Um Oh yeah. When, she, yeah, when yeah. she's when she's at work the day after the curse and she's holding a mug, the mug has a smiley face on it. <laughs> Little things like that. And I also I loved uh Laura Weaver's body under the sheet in the morgue. 
Oh yeah. Where the the blood stain is yes. the shape of a smile. Very good. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh that was fantastic. I have to say to one thing real quick. The promotions for this movie were pretty awesome. Of dude people in the audience or uh, in the crowd, excuse me, at like uh, baseball, baseball games. games. Yeah. That's cool. That's really I have good. to go back and see because I'm I'm wondering if that was actually uh Caitlin if Caitlin did it, I wonder uh, if it was uh, the actress that played Laura. It sure might have been she, whoever it because was. She's I on the poster. A good smile. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll have to look too. Yeah, but I, I, what brilliant promotion, man! Like getting the ticket right behind the umpire. Well done. Well done. There is one scene we didn't talk about. Oh, okay. And a character we didn't talk about at all. Crazy Carl. Her oh, crazy! Very girl. first po- patient at the very beginning of the movie, who's constantly yeah. whispering. Uh, she sees him a little bit later after she gets cursed, and she sees him sitting on the bed with a smile. Yeah, he was fantastic. He was great. Yeah, yep. But there's the scene where she goes to the hospital where she thinks, "That's what I have to do. I have to kill somebody in front of somebody else to pass right. this on." And she goes up to his room, and oh my god, that scene was amazing. Yes. Just, because uh, Doctor Desai walks in, she's she's <laughs> cornering Carl, but then Doctor Desai walks in. And he's like, "Rose, what are you doing here?" And then she turns around and she's got a knife. Yeah, and she just starts stabbing Carl. Yes, like <laughs> a lot. Yeah, and graphically, like <laughs> yes. you're sitting oh, here yeah. watching the knife like go in, and then he's like screaming, but then he's like laughing at her. Yes. And then she she looks back at Dr. Desai and he's like, he starts screaming and then he rips his face off. Yes, I forgot that. And then she wakes up in her car and none of it ever happened. <laughs> what, an, what a fantastic scene. That I had was to, pretty awesome. I had to make sure to mention that one. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> and here's another little note. I'm just yeah. looking through my notes and this is another little one. This has to do with the movie we just, the last movie we did. Okay. One of our notes about yeah. Christmas Bloody Christmas was that the flashing police lights on the cars yes. hurt our eyes. Right. It was so colorful and so bright that we had to look away. Yes. The scene where she has the cops come to her house mm-hmm. and there's flashing lights there. Oh, yeah. did not hurt my eyes at all. Me either. I know exactly the scene you're talking <laughs> about, too. I've seen so many movies with police lights flashing police car lights yeah and like i never would have noticed this but i did this time yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah it did, did not bother me this time either no nope. <laughs> uh well with that do you have anything else or would you like to do three questions i think let's let's do three questions okay who would cross the bridge of death must answer me these questions three all right my friend all right this is your movie, so you're jumping in first. But what was yes. what, what was the best uh, death slash kill in Smile? I think I'm, you know, there's not, uh, there actually weren't many. Uh, right. But I'm going to go with Laura Weaver at the yeah. beginning, you know? Yeah, me too. She had the possibly the creepiest smile in the movie and just the most gruesome death. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm going to go with her. Yep. How about the you? Same? Exact same one. Yep. Yep. And the fact that she didn't even not even cut just her neck, but she goes just high enough where it's like in her cheek and then down yes. her neck. I was just like, yeah, yeah, that looks rough. Um, So definitely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. All right. Question number two. Was this movie scary? Well, by all outside evidence, I think this movie is very scary mm. to a lot of people. Uh, it made me uncomfortable in a way that no other movie did last year. Yes. Um, it was disturbing. Mm-hmm. It did not stay with me after the movie ended. Yeah. I was okay. I didn't. Uh, Mary was actually uh, out of town. So I was sleeping in my bedroom by myself <laughs> and I was not scared at all. Nice. So it did not stick with me. Uh I thought the tension was very, very extremely well done, though. So, and I think it could possibly scare other people. What about you? Everything you just said. (laughs) 
except, exactly what you did. Except I didn't hold the pillow close. I like did. Yeah, you're right. There was that scene for sure. Where I was like, Yishka. <laughs> um, but but I'm again, happy, I I'm happy that this movie had you gripping a pillow tight. Yeah, man. Yeah. I, exit, I, exit and light. Yes. Enter yes. night. <laughs> I know that song. <laughs> uh, question number three. All right. Question number three. Did you have fun with horror? Sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I would not call this movie fun. Mm-hmm. Really? Like there's right. I would say the last act of this movie is actually kind of fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's fair. Because that's when the creature effects start and all that. But uh, yeah. the first half of the movie is it's just heavy. It's dark. Mm-hmm. It's traumatizing. Um, I think it's a really good movie. I think, you know, despite my issues, mm-hmm. I think it is a really good horror movie. One of the nice. better ones of last year. Nice. What about you, you, buddy? You know, overall, I did. I mean, I like you said, it's a very heavy movie, but I did have fun overall. I think I would. It's one I would recommend. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's yeah, there were some really good moments. There were some that I, like I said, it's some moments where I was like, All right, I've seen this, but um, overall, yeah, yeah, not bad. All right. Well, there you go. We, uh, we braved smile <laughs> and uh, we lived to tell the tale, but only for seven days. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? This is First Line Security. May I have your name and the passcode? Uh, Rose Cotter, um, Acapulco. Ma'am, we've detected a door alarm. Yeah, uh, the, the back door of my house is open. Are you alone in the house, ma'am? Yes. Are you sure? What? Are you sure you haven't let something inside, Rose? Look behind you. Okay, well, um, we've reached that wonderful segment of our podcast where we find out what uh, what movie we're watching next. So, Andrew, would yes. you please do us the favor? Do us the yeah. honor is what I actually meant to say. Do us the honor of telling us what movie we're going to discuss. We're going to watch. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a day. It's nighttime. It's I, li- right. I like it. You haven't even eaten yet, I don't think, huh? I haven't eaten. Well, I ate lunch. I ate lunch. I'm good. That was a long time ago. So Anyway, do us the honor, Andrew, of telling us what movie we're watching and discussing next. All right. So this movie was was, uh, recently brought to our attention uh, in our last episode. Someone's favorite movie of the year. Um, Yeah, one of their two favorites. One of their two favorites. You're right. Um, But it's one I, I don't know. I don't know much about, but I'm quite curious. I don't know much. I don't know much. Oh, we can sing. It's a, a movie <laughs> that came out last year, 2022, called Speak No Evil. Mm. And you can watch it. Uh, it's on Shudder. If you have Shudder, yeah, it's on Shudder, IMC Plus, or um, that's it for like streaming. You can rent it or buy it, though, as well from Amazon, Apple, all the places you'd buy movies. So right uh, on, buddy. Yeah, man. Speak No Evil. I'm, you know, I'm, I don't know anything about this movie. I have seen it on other people's top 10, top 20 lists. Mm -hmm. So I have heard (laughs) that it might be a little bit disturbing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Our friend Stanley just recently posted about it and he said the same thing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He said, yeah, uh, what he said intrigued me though. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching this. Uh, and being traumatized again. <laughs> Thanks, pal. <laughs> You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Uh, so that that will be our episode. Uh, that's actually going to be episode 77 in two weeks. Right. Two Tuesdays from now. But in between, we will have a very special episode coming up just this Friday for Friday the 13th. Yes. Uh, I'm going to be joined by our friend Stanley again. Nice. And we're going to discuss one of the Friday the 13th movies. And you'll find out which movie it is <laughs> on Friday the 13th itself. Beautiful. 
Beautiful. I'm excited. I'm excited to hear it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited for you to listen, buddy. Thanks, man. Um, Uh, All right, everybody. Yes. Thank you, buddy. It's a wonderful night. It is. I want I want you though, you eat, buddy. I've already eaten and I feel bad. It's very late. Like you need to no, eat I'm fine. dinner. I'm fine. Get out of here. I don't eat. <laughs> you should eat. It's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm fine. I told you I had I had I had lunch, so I'm what I'm the, good. Like, yeah, I'm not like I'm not ago. dying. I'm not dying. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> you worry too much. I don't worry enough. You worry too much. I don't worry Winston. enough about my sweet Wait, boy. No, I'm Winston. You're Winston. You're Irving. I'm Irving. Get Irving, you worry too much. I would never not worry enough about you. Just worry about my ulcer and nothing else. <laughs> you know what helps an ulcer? What? Dinner. Oh, look oh. at you. Look at what you just did to me. I did it. I did it. You've did you've it. you've done it to me again. I eat my dinner at 4.30. Winston. Uh, Irving. I always forget <laughs> our names. I guess yes, I guess the Alzheimer's acting up. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> hit me, Irving, one more time. I'll never hit you. You're too hungry. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We love you guys. <laughs> we love you. We'll never get tired of Winston and Irving. Never. I, even if you guys do. Yeah, if everybody out there does. Like, <laughs> oh, this again. Yeah. <laughs> we got rid of Great. those two. <laughs> well, this podcast is over. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Thank you, everybody. We love you. Andrew, yes. I love you. I love you, Scotty. Uh, do you love Chucky in the back? I do, I do. And I also love your Killer Clowns, not only shirt, but also pajama bottoms. Yes, you got to see my pajamas tonight. <laughs> so that's what that's what happens when we record at night. You get to see my pajamas. It's great. I know. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's beautiful. All right, buddy. You have right, a wonderful man. night. You have a, everybody out there have a wonderful day this on this beautiful Tuesday. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll be back soon. Yes, bye. Goodbye. (laughs) This is not real. But Rose, you're mine. Why are you doing this to me? Because you're mine.